friends, countrymen, lovers of all things design. This is Grits and Grids. Hey everyone, I am happy as heck to bring back Nick Longo uh, to the podcast to do this week's episode of um, Team Talk, uh, where we start queuing up uh, you know, what this month looks like, what it's all about. Nick, why don't you say hi, and then I'll, I'll get into mentioning. Sure, man. Me. Great to be back. Good to talk to you again, Joseph. This is awesome. Absolutely. Uh, my name again is Nick Longo. I run an agency out here in Los Angeles called Los, uh, Longo Designs, and we're specifically in the food, beverage, and restaurant branding situation, which has been a, a new kind of twist, and I'm sure we could talk about that later, uh, as far as being a little more focused on a particular industry. Um, I'm also part of a podcast called the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, where we talk all about design, um, you name it, bringing in great guests, very similar to this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yep. uh, and my third component is I teach as well at California State University Northridge here, teaching a graphic design class to senior design students ready to graduate and kind of getting them ready for the real world. Yep. So suffice it to yeah. say... You got a little bit of a hustle going on. <laughs> Very much so, man. But man, we've, you find your you you find that kind of a groove or that flow, mm-hmm. and uh, that to me makes it all worthwhile. It's a it, the balance of it. Um, I think we talked about this maybe before, but when you do that nine to five or that seven to seven, where you are just a, a one trick pony with your job or whatever, to me the best part has been being able to be so flexible in your timing by owning my own space and mm-hmm. really kind of being able to say yes to these things, specifically the teaching thing, because it's such a, it is, it, it's such a rewarding thing to do, you know? So, but, uh, yeah. it, once, once the flow is great, all good, but you throw that one little thing in there that messes everything up. <laughs> oh, not even a wrench, a, to- yeah. a toothpick in the spokes exactly. will send that thing exactly. going off. A splinter. <laughs> into a fiery blaze. Totally. Um, totally. So- What's great is so um, you know May is I us- I think usually associated with like new blooms, new mm-hmm. things. Um, and, and what I've talked with our lineup of guests coming up, what we've discussed is like basically staying fresh and um, yeah. how do you stay on that cusp of relevancy? Yeah, um, you know because the, the guys that are going to be on, the people that are going to be on. Um, have either just started up with like in the case of Spencer Nix at Reformation mm-hmm. Brewery, um, but or or have been just hustling hard for well over a deck like well over decades, like Bill Gardner from Gardner Design. Exactly. Yeah. Um, or finding themselves in need of, you know, shifting from what they became known for to what they need to be known for in the case of John Contino. Oh yeah. Great um, example. Yeah. And then others are at the precipice of like the next chapter in her life, like mm-hmm. Fabian Maldonado, who, you know, found himself not managing director any longer and is kind of figuring out what does he really want to do? And yeah. um, so there's a lot of like new thinking and freshness and, you know, so on and so forth. And, um, you know, I, I think I think it's going to be a good month of guests. I'm, I'm pretty good. This may be, you know, I don't want to, you know, shut down the other months because like I look back on the almost, you know, because we've been doing it since September now. And I look back and I'm like, I have talked to some amazing people. Mm-hmm. Um, but this month, I, I just, you know, talking to John, talking to Spencer, uh, Bill Gardner is just an absolute gem. Yeah. What a wealth of knowledge, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and so this is the second time we've had him on. And, you know, the, the reason, all right, so let's talk about Bill. The reason why we have Bill on again is because the first time we had him on was last month. And all we talked about is Logo Lounge and Logos. Yep. Um, 
But Bill has a studio that has been a Wichita, Kansas staple mm-hmm. for decades. Yeah. Yeah. And he never, t- I, I, we, like, we've had him on multiple times too. And uh, he, we've never even delved into that area of Gardner. Right. You know, and it, it's in and, and his, his work has continues to stay relevant, mm-hmm. strong, you know, and obviously he's a very humble man. So he, he, you know, he puts that all on the shoulders of the people he's hired, which obviously that's what a creative director does, but yeah. he's still the creative director. He's still guiding that process and he's still able to churn out, uh, you know, culturally relevant, um, I wouldn't even say on trend. I would say, you know, he supersedes trend with, with the work and um, better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, yeah, and I've noticed that too. You know, there's a, uh, there's that typical thing where a, a designer or a studio has a set look and, 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 it, right. and you can, you can see it and go, Oh, that's designer a, but the gardener look to me. And I've always, I'm really glad we're talking about this. And I'd love to talk more to Bill about it, but it's, it kind of has a, um, a, consistency of just strength and like mm-hmm. uh, simplicity in a way where I, I, I really admire and go, gosh, I, I didn't realize how in sync all of his, their branding is even how different it is. There's right. a common thread that just, I I'm assuming is the principles that they kind of, how they kind of run uh branding and design agency, which is really nice to look at and kind of strive for, you know? Absolutely. And, and, you know, I think that the thread is just the, the basics of, Good design. Mm-hmm. Um, good design will never go out of style. Now, it may yeah. not be the coolest, hippest thing, you know, that's disrupting no, the look exactly. and feel stuff, but it is just, it is a tried and true. It's yeah. lasting and it's powerful and probably won't need a rebrand in three years, you know? Right. Um, and, and two, you know, I think the other thing I've been really pushing with everything we've been doing as well is. And I, I mean, this might be a collective kind of thing of, of the blogs and the, the podcasts and the things that I listen to and try to kind of soak up. But it's this idea that the logo is just one part of the branding. And, oh, yeah. you know, and, and, and I think we're all kind of realizing that there's so many secondary and, and things that will, can be used to enhance the brand beyond just the logo. So if anything, the, the logo might need to be a little more simplified and a little, you know, zero gimmicky, nothing, right. nothing kind of to um to uh kind of pinpoint a specific trend or a time in design because that just that just lessens it right there right you know? right and, and I, I think what's I also think, interesting on that is um, yeah. not just that the logo is one part of the a big, you know we call it like a brand language a visual mm-hmm. language you know we all have our cute little names for things yep <laughs> um, but it's also that the logo isn't, you know, we're not in a world of just a logo any longer. Exactly. Um, exactly. You know, it's like this, the graphic language is, um, I think in a lot of ways for a lot of brands trumped, uh, you know, pardon, pardon the use of that word. <laughs> trumped the, um, <laughs> I know I can't use that in my vocabulary anymore. Right. Right. <laughs> that sucks. It's a, it works so well. <laughs> it, it's a good word. Um, but, uh, Yeah. So I think what's happened is it's like, you know, the graphic language is almost more important than a singular logo. Um, Mm -hmm. It's more powerful and it gives brands a dynamic image and a dynamic look that is powerful when it's approached with that look. And we've really started trying to coach our clients on that. Now, now I think there's always going to be the need for a defining moment, which, you know, you could call a brand mark or some, some insignia, but I think, you know, paying attention to a a graphic language and what that means is even Mm -hmm. more important. 
And don't you feel too that adds your the value of you as either an independent designer, a small agency, or even a big firm? Because I know a lot of students I have will ask like, wow, like, I feel threatened by all of these uh, online services that, you know, things people can get a logo for 50 bucks and this and that and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, don't be afraid of that. Let that set you apart and say, you're building a system, you're building mm-hmm. a brand identity that the logo is just step one. You know, where you can take it and show your worth is everything else you can do for that brand. And they're not right. going to get that for 50 bucks. They're not going to get that for $500. So, you know, let this be a way for you to grow as a designer and change and evolve into something bigger and better. Because, Absolutely. Uh, boy, the minute you start doing that and including that into your pitch and your estimate and your proposals at the beginning, that's when a client really goes, damn, there's the value. I didn't even think right. of this. And we've just stopped. We don't even just do logos anymore. I, I can't. No, no, I, yeah, we don't do it we, either. That is like, it feels so good to be like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's not what we do, you know? And it gives you a chance to explain and pitch yourself a little bit more. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I actually send the clients that want just a logo. I'm like, guys, that's great. I understand. Um, go to 99designs. Yeah. Just pay a couple hundred bucks, get get a million options and figure it out and then slap it on everything. And that's they, cool, dude. And like, they come back thing. to me in two years. Yeah. <laughs> or sorry, two months when you find that that didn't work and you need a lot more. <laughs> right, right. Or, or, you know, honestly, let's, let's be real. Sometimes Maybe that's you don't. It. Sometimes yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the fact is, is like, you know, if you're starting, an, you know, you know, Joey's Car Wash Emporium, yeah. which is basically I'm going to go from you know, block to block, house to house and scrub your car down Yeah, and have no plans of real growth, then that's all you need, man. You're good, man. Exactly. I actually tell people that I'm like, dude, yeah. you're not looking to grow or anything. Like, don't waste your money with me. That's a like, good idea. We're, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're going to think, we're going to think really big, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, that thinking also comes at a premium because we want you to execute very big. Yes. Um, what we don't want to do is spend all of our brain power and all of our cherry ideas on something that's going to be a small shack and never go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you know, and I think I bet you get a lot, a lot of times asked, you know, like, well, how do I, it, this qualification thing of a new client and things like that? Well, th- that, yeah. what you just mentioned is like your first step in that. If they don't, if, if they do not see the big picture and they do not want to go uh, the length with this and get into all the things that you could provide, then you kind of mm-hmm. know maybe that might not be the right client and hand them off to someone where that all they need is something as simple as 99 designs. But what, yeah. you, but what you do is so much bigger and better. And those are the ones so you get less clients and they're bigger and better, you know, uh, projects and size and of value to you and your brand as well. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, it takes a little bit of um, guts to do oh, it. Yeah. Um, cause I think part of the, part of the problem is, is like, you know, a lot of freelancers, you need money. So, oh, 500 bucks for a logo. Boom. I can churn that out. Mm hmm. The question is, what kind of result are you going to get from a person in a, or a client that thinks a logo should cost 500 bucks? Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. And, and then what's going to happen after that? You're going to put a lo- like one logo on your in your portfolio and say, here's the logo I did. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what else can you do with that? Where's the exactly. application of it? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, does it does it does it set you up for a graphic language? Does it set you up for like bigger, better ideas that create a more dynamic and fluid brand? Yeah, and is it modular? Is it adaptable? You know, all those things where uh, I, I love that it's th- this whole idea of just the logo identity has become so much richer. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to I, I hope that the, it's the examples we see and these ones that we strive to. It's like when you see a really great branding uh, case study and you go, wow, it's like I get it now. Now I see where the logo is just step one. 
And then there's, there's the voice, there's the language, there's the, you know, all that stuff, the stance that the brand has where, you know, mm -hmm. where, where do, what do they stand for? And all these, all of a sudden now you got all of the elements to fill in the blanks and make this brand, uh, so much have more personality and, yeah. and you know, and, and it, it makes the challenge even bigger and better for us every time, which I just love. It's still what, it's, it, it's what keeps me going. You know? Absolutely, man. That's what that's that's the gas in the tank for mm -hmm. me as well. It's like um, just <laughs> when 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 you look at like, you know for instance the Green Mermaid and you're like mm -hmm. oh it's blah, blah, blah. easily forgettable as far as like you pass it up these days. But if you stop and ask a question, well, why is it a Green Mermaid? And you learned the origin story, mm -hmm. you're like oh wow. Mm -hmm. That's actually really fun. Like, that's, that's awesome. You know, you know, the, the magic happens, the, the fireworks, but at the very least, it's still strong design. It's, it's a tried and true, mm -hmm. um, it stands on its own. And I think that's the most important thing. That's, that's the, the ideal that I'm, that, that I'm always striving for as well with our team. And, um, you know, and I, I see it in your work as well, oh, but, thanks, um, yeah. so I'm going to say this, I'm a bit scared mm -hmm. and I'm not afraid to say that I'm scared because I just got a file from a teacher in LA mm -hmm. full of student work. <laughs> You're feeling the pressure, aren't you there? Uh, yeah. I'm looking at this student work thinking like, dude, Nick, stop telling them all our secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, how far do you go? And you know, you, I want to throttle back sometimes, but then I'm like, I'm on full throttle with them. And, and yeah. Yeah, this, this class just did such a kick-ass job and I, i'm so happy you acknowledge that as well man and you are part yeah. of this you, you know joseph came in via skype when we started the project and not only gave some tips and tricks for restaurant branding but they got to pitch their ideas to you and mm -hmm. it was great because man you were just you 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 were so clear and precise with the yes or no and why and right. it, it made such a great difference i think a few of them even went back to the drawing boards which i don't like them to do sometimes because we have such a limited time, but yeah. they were like, no, I will catch up even though I have to go back a few steps because of right. the, the day we spent with you. So first of all, thanks for helping out. That was, that was fantastic. No, I mean, uh, not to sound like Mrs. Houston but, uh, or Ms. Houston, uh, but I think the children are our future, but, you know, we're, you know, I'm going to post this work, um, along with the podcast and then I also have a separate post as well or, nice. or some way tomorrow. So this cool. is going to go live tomorrow. Yeah. But, what, um, what, what did you see? I'm curious. What did you see, uh, in here that really kind of, um, overall, what, what, what made you think, wow, where are we, well, <laughs> we're, we're, we got a good future ahead of us. Yeah, I guess I guess uh, the answer is it's what I didn't see. I didn't see really bad ideas. Good, good. You know, um, you hear that, guys? Keep going. <laughs> no, I mean, I see. You know, at the very worst, I see really good thinking mm -hmm. that could use help by a creative director. Of course, and and that's the hardest part of teaching is. Of course, you're a yeah, you can't be a creative director all twenty five people and. Whew. Yeah, that's a, and you're right. And I, I, I'd rather give them more of the pace and the speed, uh, mm -hmm. um, experience because they're going to have that in a few months, right? They're going to be in their first jobs and they're going to be knee deep in like three projects and going, Whoa, I don't have nine weeks to do this, you know? Right. So I'd rather that. And then like, if the passion and the, the personality of the brand can shine through, I'm okay with it not being too refined to a point where it's like, yeah, Hey, any work can be, can be looked at and, 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 be given a lot of criticism and suggestions mm -hmm. for improvement. So I get that nothing's ever perfect. The stuff I th sent out Friday could get that, you know? So of course, yeah. but that's, so I'd, I'm so glad you saw that their, their ideas come through and you see the work behind this. 
That's what I love. And I don't remember being that I feeling this kind of confident when I graduated for sure, you know? Right. Right. And I, I mean, I think, you know, just getting, getting very granular with it too. Mm-hmm. It, it's of course, you know, it, it's a testament to how even a design that could use more work can really be sold just by good photography and good setup. Cause these yeah. kids actually took the time to prop their photos appropriately and really think it through beyond laying shit on a floor and taking mm-hmm. a picture of it. Uh, guilty, by the way, I've done that before. I, of course we all have, you know, <laughs> and, and that was one of the things I pushed them in the last week is to start collecting props, start collecting backdrops, yep. start collecting, you know, okay, are you going to bring in food? And you know, the, we, thank God we have a refrigerator in the room next to us. Cause I had like 24 kids bringing in like iced boxes with dry ice to keep mm-hmm. the, the, the shakes and the smoothies from not melting until right. their time with the photography. And I'm like, if that's not a learning process right there of knowing how, what real world, like food styling and everything is, I don't know what is mm-hmm. because these kids were like with black markers, like putting grill marks on things to make it look ready for their shoot. And they only had, f- awesome. they only had 15 minutes to shoot this photography. That's great. Each one of them. Yeah, it, it really came. I mean, it really came together. Um, there are definitely some some highlights. Cool. And again, just the thinking beyond the logo, I think, is mm-hmm. again, like we were just talking about, you can start to see how, you know, the these things are really coming together and that they're using their their noodles to mm-hmm. really think things through, I think, a lot more. And that that to me is magic. I mean, these kids, I think, are going to be really set up for a good future. Um, if they take this thinking with them wherever they go now, I love that. you know, you, you look at it and of course, like being in the industry for so long, you, you see like really quick, okay, I would push them to do this, this, and this, yeah. um, die cutting is always a fun thing to do, mm-hmm. but it's never, you know, it's rarely worth it um, yes. in, in food world and in the budget. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's rarely in the budget. Like, are you really going to sell that many more, um, sushi rolls, by having custom that cut. awesome, yeah, yeah that, that custom cut business card, probably yes. not. Yes, you know? and I try to tell um, them, look, you got ultimate budget on this. Don't, I don't yeah. want them to worry about the fact that, like, hey, do you want to do a business card that looks like uh, oodles of noodles in a bowl and it's cut out and die lined and everything? So it's like, right. I just want, I, I want them to let. It's like you're going to have so much time later where you're restricted by budget. Why not ha- show what you can do at an unlimited budget and just for the creative creative sake, have something that really stands out in that portfolio and that website while you're graduating, exactly. you know? Yeah. Oddly enough, I'm, I was actually just looking at Oodles of Noodles when you said that. <laughs> kind, of, kind of creepy. I looked over my shoulder. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. but what I really like, too, is that they're exploring texture. They're exploring patterns. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can see where some kids maybe um, hit a ceiling where where they didn't have exact skill or talent. Like, for instance, an illustration. Yes, exactly. Um, so, you, you know, you can see where things were probably... Um, rigged but what i think not rigged but just maybe shortcutted yes. because they just didn't have that that skill however the thought is there and in the real world if you don't have that skill you find the person that does you get a budget for it and you exactly. make it happen and in my case i was like look just fake it till you make it here it's like yeah. if you're not an illustrator and we want to bring it consider it as if you were going out and hiring that illustrator like you said to be a subcontractor to the project mm-hmm. that you're thinking yep. and as long as you know Priority number one, is the client happy? Is the client happy with what you promised and what you delivered? And that's, Mm -hmm. they had a checkpoint kind of checklist throughout the whole process that I kept saying, hey, go back to that. What did you promise at the very beginning? 
and did you are you delivering to that to that right now? It has nothing to do with your personal taste right now. It's what right. did you what did you deliver to the client? And that gets them thinking because it's like I still have to tell myself that every day, you know? Right. It's not my personal right. decision or my preference anymore. It's is this to the brand and to the clientele that they hope to get? And that's mm-hmm. that's those are your those are the two biggest people that you answer to. Yeah, exactly. Um I, I just think there's some just awesome. <laughs> what were some really, standouts really, for you? Uh, I'm trying to think of like what didn't stand out yeah, that much. There you go. You exactly. I, I hate to say it. It's just like there's a lot of there's just a lot of good thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think uh, again, design wise, if you look at this from, you know, like uh, if you look at it from a creative director standpoint, then there's really nothing to be nothing to really criticize. I mean, yeah. I would push some things obviously if they were on my team, but um, they, they thought about packaging in new ways. They they really thought about how the product tells a story um, and, and how you can reapproach common things that a lot of people overlook. Exactly. Um, I'll say that Katie, um, I'm going to mess up her name. Pa- Papacy? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, the illustration work is fantastic. Oh. If she did that raw, then, then that's awesome. Yeah. She did that entire piece and that, you know, she struggled so hard because she was, I kept telling her, Less, less. And she had such right. a huge burst of all these tropical flowers and everything. And I was like, once you get, to, I'm like, you'll find the right balance. And she got to a point at one point where she was like, I think this is it. And I was like, lock it up, lock that mm-hmm. up. That is your logo. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, yeah. don't add, don't subtract. And, you know, I'm so happy she, she successfully got one that's quite you know, we don't see a lot of logos like this anymore. We don't see logos right. that have so much detail and, and everything. And, you know, you could, you could just have her burst in the, in the black background as that badge mm-hmm. and it still will work because it's still quite playful. But when you add everything else, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, okay, there's some character there. I, I have an idea yeah. right from looking at that. What the, I always say like, look at the, if a client just sees your logo on white background, can they imagine what the space is going to look like by just seeing that? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. can you, and, look- and it kind of gives you an attitude too. I mean, definitely, it's very playful. Definitely. Fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I love that. And I, you know, th- there were some of them had some, some struggles in getting there, but like uh, a few of them were just so solid from the very beginning. I was o- always a fan of the, uh, the good company one which and they named these by the way too. I you like know. that too. They had to come up with the entire name and the concept and mm-hmm. boy, when, you know, when you, when they have that light bulb moment and you see a student kind of come up with something right in front and you're right there to see it and they're like, is that the right, is that the good one? And I'm like, what do you think? And they're like, I love it. I'm like, go with it. You know, it's, it's so neat to see the way they did it. One of the cool ones was, uh, one of the guys came up with this idea to do a a bagel and beer place. And he was struggling with the name. And I was just like, what, when you were, if you were to describe this to an investor and the, the, and you were trying to say, when a person walks into my new restaurant, what do they get? And he's like, I want them to just pause for a while. I want them to chill, have a great time and kind of like mm-hmm. put life on pause or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And he came back the next day and he's like, I got, I got it. And he, he came up with hold up. And, uh-huh. and I was like, yeah, okay. Tell me a little bit more. And he's like, it's like, I want you to come in just like, hold up, take a, take a moment and just chill, you know? And I was yeah. like, there it yeah. is. And now that starts the whole personality of the language the how you what you're writing on the bags what you're writing on the boxes Mm -hmm. and you know the whole idea of like you know come and hang out what's the rush and that sets the mood you know 
Yep. Yep. And, and, and yeah, you, you can see it too. It informed the design. It's, uh, you know, he's leveraging what will probably end up being more of a woodcut scratchboard style exactly. illustration if done in the real world, which takes a minute. It takes a while to craft. Um, it, and yeah, and, but it's still playful and fun. I really like that. Yeah. Um, I think the one you remembered the most or when we, when we talked, when you came into the class was the, she had had the protein pancake, um, idea and that came out very well. Yeah. And you know, I remember you challenged her and said, look, that's a great concept. And I think she wanted to call it something similar to that. But I think you mm -hmm. were the one that really threw her the challenge to say, can you sum it up in one word? Like, what is the, no one wants, yes, everyone works out, but like 90% of the people want to say they work out and then just go to a place that makes it look like they, right. they work out. So yep. she struggled and struggled. And all of a sudden she was like, I want to just call it fuel. And I was like, boom. That's it yeah. like that. Now, now it starts with this one. It's like the seed of the brand and how it, mm -hmm. how it blossoms and continues beyond there, you know, and the way she kind of found this whole idea to like, she incorporated the kettlebell into the handle and unique kind of fun things like that. And I just want them to feel no restriction when it comes to, uh, if you, if you, if your creativity is on a flow, I don't want to like cap it. I want them to, I'll help refine it, but I don't right. want them to stop thinking because they're afraid their ideas might go too far. You, no student mm -hmm. should be, you know, it's that whole idea of like a brainstorm where no, no idea is a bad idea. Cause you, you've, right. uh, cause you've put something out there. I don't want them to feel like, um, uh, the minute they start being Restrained. limited. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Believe me, you have an entire career of heartbreak ahead of you. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Try to keep it positive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, it's such a good class of work too. And, um, you know, I think what's good is they're going to be taking this thinking into the world and hopefully, sure. again, r rising the tide all around us. And I, I truly believe that. Again, it's the it's the it's the passion behind Grits and Grids is that, you know, when I when I told somebody that I was going to be posting every other designer's work, they just gave me this look like, are 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 like how stupid are you? Yeah, are you kidding me? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I just I really like this stuff and I want to share it and. What I, what I th figure is that someone, if they're going to come to me, they're going to come to me because we jive together very well. Yes. Our cultures and ethics align and they like me and I like them. And exactly. I don't care how good the client is. If they don't like me yeah. or I don't like them, we ain't working together. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. No matter how good I am. I think it's you know? neat and that so you, you keep this open. That's a neat thing that you, you were challenged by a lot of people going, are you crazy? But you stuck to the idea of what you just, hey, you wanted a hub for this creativity, re regardless of it being yours, a competitor's, mm -hmm. or someone you know, on the other side of the world. And yep. I, I think that, that shows where it's like, I'd rather be a sponge, regardless of where you are in your career, than to cap off and say, I'm no longer being influenced by other people or whatever it is. I want to share and, and show all this stuff to inspire. Absolutely. Yeah. And in that same vein, a little bit of a... A flash forward to mm -hmm. June. Yeah. Um, going to be recording with Richard Baird of uh, BPNO. Oh, nice. From, okay. from London. Good, uh, man. Going international, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Well, we got Mexico City this nice. month. So yeah. uh, we're, we're really, we're breaking down walls. And that, that's a, <laughs> that and is yes. a joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, I've been trying to talk with Richard for a while. And I think... Uh, you know, we just get busy and stuff. And he reached out to me. It was, it was great. He, you know, he was like, Hey, I don't want to be presumptuous, but I would love, you know, I would love to be on the podcast. And I'm like, 
Richard, yeah. I've emailed you a couple times, man. I want you on the podcast. Like, so this is great. Then he's like, I don't know how I missed that. But you know, yeah. he gets inundated just as just as we do with emails. And so That's I, I, I was like, don't good. feel bad. Yeah, yeah. I was just really happy because I'm like, his the way he and I, I'm pumping up the wrong month, but the 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 amount of craft, care, and intelligence that goes into his reviews of branding and packaging, yeah, are just I, I I can't even begin to live up to it because I'm like, my God, dude, like I could not I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. Um, but they're they're thorough. They're worth the read. And and it's you know, he has a, that site. It's just well done. Well done. And so yeah. I'm excited for that, too. But more importantly, this month, our guest, we talked about Bill. John Contino is a fantastic episode. Um we talk about New York hardcore, Northeast hardcore music, um, kind of taking that and, and what music had done to get us to where we are. Because I, I used to play as well, and yeah. I still miss playing. Um, to owning a house and yep. you know, your values changing from being an adult. I want to go out and party <laughs> to yeah. How Property am I going to water those flowers? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they're my flowers now. And then you know, um, I'm even talking a little bit about what's going on in Atlanta right now. Our infrastructure is completely crippled, um, you know, by uh, a collapse in a, in a highway. Yeah. Um, and then you know, and, and the problem is not. You know, traffic has always been an issue. It's in, in any major city. You can definitely oh, yeah. relate. Yeah. But um, now the traffic is just just like water. It just diverts. And unfortunately, the roads that it's diverting on were not built for that much traffic. Yeah. Um, and so you're getting potholes. I just had to replace a, a thrashed tire oh, uh, on the Jeep man, because dude. there was just gnarly pothole out of nowhere that my wife hit. And so... Um, we talk about that and kind of laughing about how, you know, you used to walk on the neighbor's lawn, they get mad at you, but now you're paying for that lawn and you're yeah. like, dude, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we chat with Fabian Maldonado. He's he's an amazing creative, a good soul um, who uh, left, you know, who is no longer with Iris, but is kind of finding his new chapter in life. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's not quite sure where he's going to land, but he's positive and excited and he's you know, he's got his fingers in some pies and he hasn't lost his, um, his passion for this, this industry of ours. And that's an amazing chat with him. Um, it's always good to get, hear someone on the cusp of changing something, you know? Yeah. Um, and cause I think a lot of us get stuck in, in those things and you might have the ambition to do that next leap or that next thing. And I know when I left my agency and did my own, I think, Mm-hmm. A few of the podcasts I had, and this was years ago, this was seven, eight years ago. So there really weren't a lot in our field, just quite much, you know, there weren't a lot out there. I was listening to these ones that were just more about what are you waiting for? Like change and this and everything. And so examples like his are fantastic to hear for anybody who's just like on that. I like maybe thinking about it. And I know a few people that I'm going to probably yeah. send that link to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. on that. They're on that border, you know, and, yep. uh, you got to hear what, how other people's success and the, and the struggles you, it's not all, it's not all easy out there. So it's neat to yeah, hear. Every path though takes. has it, you know, and I think, I think some people are always looking for the path of least resistance, but I think sure. even in that scenario, there's resistance. Sure. Um, and I think it's just more of what fights do you want to fight? And, um, you know, it, it is the payoff there and the exactly. payoff isn't necessarily monetary. It's, uh, it's quality of life. It's work life balance. It's, all these things that people talk about and, you know, I think that 
a lot of people kind of laugh at millennials for talking about work-life balance when they're 20. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> yeah, I think you got to put in the work. However, work-life balance doesn't mean that, it, you know, you get off at 3 p.m. so you can pursue your art. You know, work-life balance means that you're getting the most out of your personal life when exactly. you have personal time. I heard a great um, thing the other day that was about the, th- the three eights. You know, you have your eight hours that you work, you have your eight hours that you sleep, and then you uh-huh. have that, those other eight hours that are completely up to you. And right. if you target for that or even just try to aim for that, obviously it's going to fluctuate. But if you keep that in mind, there's a third of your day that is truly about you and and feeding you back, giving you back that time. If it's friends, family, mm-hmm. whatever, if it's exercise, you know, if it's just decompressing, if you think, keep that in mind, it, we all get that same amount of time to split up and, and make it our day. You know, right. Um, so I, yeah, I agree. We hear a, that work life balance thing seems to be so cliche, but uh-huh. I, I, I feel like we, we, there's a reason it's so popular. It's because a lot of us are grinding to the point where we're not giving back to ourselves. Right. You know? Right. And that's something me, me and my wife are both guilty of our, our industries. Well, one, it, it's different when you absolutely love what you do. Sure. It's, sure. it's really hard to disseminate what is what is a rational amount of time you you know what's work yeah you know is, oh, I know. is it all work? how do you define it you're right <laughs> yeah i mean look at us we're on a podcast on sunday exactly right? exactly <laughs> cuz i yes. love talking about this stuff that's the only exactly. and i even wrote back to you i'm like are you talking sunday and you're like yeah i'm like in let's do it cuz i'm like <laughs> part of me was like we won't be interrupted <laughs> that too right yeah i have no meeting to get to i just have design work that i want to do today i so. just have that pot of coffee that i'm staring at downstairs going hmm I still Absolutely. got a little. I still got a little left. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I, same boat, man. Same boat. Um, well, it's great. I think this is going to be a great month. I'm, oh, I, I, oh, God! How could I not do this? I'm sorry. We have Eli Altman on the uh, on the on the uh, podcast this month too. Eli is from 100 Monkeys. Oh yeah, which I, is I checked out their site. Firm. I love that. They're great. They wrote a, He wrote a book called uh, "Don't Call It That," and it's all about naming. Um, it's kind of a do do it yourself manual uh, that kind of gives you. It's sort of like me sending people to 99 Designs. Yes. It's like, hey, you ain't got money. You got 20 bucks. Buy this book. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? you start, you, you're really starting to sound like John Contino, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> buy this book. <laughs> buy my book. Yeah. Get off my John, lawn. I love you. <laughs> get, get off my lawn. Buy my book. See you later. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Um, but no, it's true. It's, it's a great book. And Eli is a wealth of knowledge and um, just an ace when it comes to naming and the theories behind it. And I think that's going to be a great episode as well. So um, not to discount the other months, but I'm just really pumped about May and, and June's looking bright, too. Good. Um, Good. Man. I appreciate your time. Oh, coming on always, man. Rapping with Love me. being here. Yep. And I, and I hope I hope the I hope the uh, students just get a kick out of it. And uh, I can't wait to post their work. So thanks, man. And yeah, well, I can. I know you we mentioned about being in L.A. soon, but like that would be the best to get you into the classroom as well live one time and even just to meet some of these kids because uh, uh, it was so so neat to be a, knowing that you were involved at the beginning and and the expectation of that there's a possibility of being highlighted and stuff really drove them which is always good and awesome. the more the more we can kind of do that in our industry uh, wherever you are if you can if you, if you are helping that next person to take your space you know it's mm-hmm. like that's the best feeling in the world talk about feeling great about what you do that's really mm-hmm. something great. So thanks again for doing that, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, absolutely. And that's honestly part of what Bill and I talk about, Bill Gardner and I talk about is, um, 
you know, stay, staying relevant, it, it becomes less about you doing the work and more about fostering yes. the new breed. And I think, uh, Hey man, these, these kids have a great road in front of them if they stay passionate. Awesome. So good stuff, man. Um, have a good week, everyone. Thank you for tuning in and, uh, Nick, we'll talk real soon. You got it, man. Thanks again. Absolutely. Once again, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Do follow us at Grits Grids. That's Grits Grids with no end in between on Instagram and Twitter. This podcast and the Grits and Grids blog is a passion project of Vigor, a restaurant and beverage branding and marketing firm based in Atlanta. Check us out at www.vigorbranding.com. And of course, we're all over social media. Until next week, stay hungry, stay thirsty, and be creative.